This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Post-match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it's just finished at the Den. Millwall 2, Swansea City 1. And another three points... And we're sitting on 60 points after 37 games. Nine games to go sitting on 60 points. It's just, the ball keeps rolling. And I don't think we played particularly well tonight, to be honest. And I think um, I think Swansea will, will probably feel a little bit aggrieved. They've not got something from that game. But who cares? Another three points. Are we getting the rubber to green in a minute? Are we, we're winning ugly. It's... Um, it's really bizarre, to be honest. But let's let's get into the game. Um, the team was unchanged. Uh, the team, the starting eleven, and the suspension was unchanged. So um, I won't go through the team news. I'm going to try and do this one a little bit quicker tonight. Um, but because uh, keen to get this out, so team was unchanged. If it's not broke, don't fix it. That's the kind of comment. I did wonder whether we'd be able to go again. Um, coincidentally, coming into tonight's game, we haven't won back-to-back games since October. So um, it was a real opportunity this week with games against sides that, let's be honest, we've got to beat if we want to be in the top six to to kind of get that rolling uh, and to start picking up some back-to-back wins. Um, Swansea, coming into this game, have only won one game in nine, um, which I didn't realise their form was as bad as this and they're winless in their last five. So uh, coming into it, you just knew this was a banana skin. Um, I don't know why, but Tuesday night games, obviously the, the crowd's not there. It, it, obviously it was poxy weather, trying to get there after work. It's um, it's just had banana skin written all over it. Swansea seem to be a bit of a bogey team for us. They beat us 1-0 last season at home, um, and I could see it coming again. And, and the game starts, and if I'm honest, the first sort of 10 minutes, we, we just we don't start. We can't get hold of the game. Um, they sort of set the the tone, if you like, with lots of possession and lots of pretty passing. Um, I think resulting in, a, in an early chance for them. Uh, Olivia and Cham, um, who I think is a really good player at this level, if he sticks to what he's good at. Um, but uh, he causes problems tonight, I felt. Uh, he was probably their, their best player. But he has a shot on nine minutes, and that was a, a little bit of a warning sign. He sort of picks it up from the edge of the box uh, and, and strikes, and... Could have gone anywhere. Uh, luckily for us, it went past 
the post. Um, we didn't really get into it until around the sort of 16 minute mark, where I think Leonard, who I thought had a really good game tonight, um, uh, sort of wins the ball in the midfield, drives forward with it, and has a, a shot from distance from the edge of the area. Probably just sneaking in the post, keeper gets down, makes a good save. Um, and that was kind of kind of it from us in the first half. We didn't we didn't really do too much. Um, they had a lot of possession in the whole game. They had seventy six percent possession, which ultimately is great. But if that's all in your own half and across your back line, it doesn't really matter. And that seems to be, to be honest, what the pattern of the first half was. Um, we were sloppy. Uh, it always felt like they had an extra man. To be honest, they they used the ball well without really penetrating our our defence. If I'm if I'm being honest, the kind of, the kind of big warning sign did come again when um, uh, I think it was a cross comes in. Uh, George Long punches it. It falls straight to that man and Cham who should score, but somehow puts it wide. Um, we have our other chance uh, from a from from Zian Fleming um, a, a close opportunity from a corner run the stroke half time. But to be honest. The first half was much of a muchness. Um, I didn't feel as though we pressed them high enough. I didn't feel as though we tried to stop them playing. We we kind of just let them come on to us. You know, they 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 were playing three at the back and Harry Darling at the right side of their um, back three. We play as a winger after time because we were allowing it. We weren't. I don't know. I just felt we weren't pressing enough. I don't. I, I don't know whether it was the tactics or we just we were tired or. Or they were just really effective. I, I can't put my finger on it. But we got to half-time. Um, and I think that, to be honest, it was... We needed half-time. We did need half-time. And I actually wondered whether Raul would make any changes at half-time. Because I honestly felt that we just weren't playing how we needed to play to get a result from that game. Um, So half-time comes and goes. And we don't make changes in terms of personnel, but we do change our formation. So I don't actually know exactly what changed, but Fleming moves out to the left where um, Vogelsammer Vogel Vogel was playing. Vogelsammer comes out to the right. Honeyman goes in the middle and then Bradshaw is a central striker. So you kind of almost, I, I, I would imagine the tactic was to kind of stop their extra, the extra man they had in midfield getting on the ball so much and that was what Honeyman was there to do um, and we start off the first half applying a bit more pressure we were a little bit more front foot we were pressing them much higher up the pitch trying to force them into mistakes and our first goal comes from a bit of pressure that forces um, forces a throw in um, I think Vogie tries to cross it into the box after some some good pressure from us uh, gets gets blocked and goes out for a throw-in. Leonard comes across, takes the long throw-in. Um, it is a good long throw into the box. It's into the mixer. And then somehow, I don't really know exactly what happens because I've not had the, the benefit of watching the highlights back. Um, just seeing it live. And Cresswell sort of swivels and pivots and, and puts it into the bottom corner. Keepers should probably do better, if I'm honest. But we're not going to complain. We're 1-0 up. Um, we started the second half better. But on the overall pattern of play probably hadn't deserved it but again a bit like against Luton we'll take it we go one new up and then around sort of five minutes later uh, we come forward again and the good play from Fleming down the left hand side he sort of 
crosses it into to, in, into the middle where there's Honeyman, and, it, and Honeyman again tries to shift it out wide to Vogie, who's free, takes a deflection of one of their players, lands at Vogie's feet, and there's a shot, and he's right at the keeper. And I don't really know what happens. I think one of their defenders gets in the eyesight of the keeper, but he ends up fumbling it, and literally, it's such a poor effort from the goalkeeper. Fumbles it into his own net. That should never be going in at this level. Um, and we're 2-0 up, and I have to say, it, we... We didn't deserve that 2-0 lead. And we were brought back down to earth quite quickly when a shot comes in um, from from the um, our left down their right-hand side. It's sort of... Long doesn't hold it. I don't know. As I said, I've not seen the replay, so I can't sit here and say Long should be holding that. Um, but, it, but he doesn't. Um, it then comes into a little crowd of bodies. It's some of them... Um, goes back out to sort of the edge of the area. There's more than enough time from the first passes of play in the second phase. So it wasn't as though it's kind of not held by long and then it's straight back in. There is there is time. The ball goes out to the edge of the box um, when uh, Matt Grimes takes a shot. It's either going top bins or it's going out for a corner. Sorry, a, a goal kick. I can't work it out, but it's certainly not going where it ends up going in the back of the net. It hits Ryan Manning and is deflected into the back of the net. And to be honest with you, that goal came out of nothing from them. Our second goal came out of nothing. So in reality, two goals that, to be honest with you, um, yeah, as I say, sort of sort of came out of nothing. Um, and if I'm on that point, so I've written my notes here, between sort of 58, when I think they scored their, their goal, and 72, 73, when we made our subs, substitutes, it was one-way traffic. Um, they had a lot of the ball and to be fair it was in our half um, they ended up having 19 shots I mean I don't remember them taking 19 shots but they ended up having 19 shots um, and it was one way traffic they had um, a couple of good opportunities uh, the key one was another shot that came in long uh, saves it but parries it straight back out into the middle of in, 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 into the sort of middle of the, the penalty area and then um, they have an, another shot and, and Cresswell does superbly to block it because I think that's going straight in. Um, but um, it, it's one-way traffic. And then Rowett makes the subs, which I think we're all crying out for. I think the players were. I have to say, I haven't seen a player visibly as knackered as Tom Bradshaw tonight than I've seen in a long time. He he looked dead on his feet. Um, and I'm really concerned, because how he's going to go again, um, I don't know if I actually <laughs> wouldn't start him, to be honest, on Saturday, because he looked, he looked knackered. Um, but he comes off, uh, Vogie comes off, and Savile comes off. And the three that come on were Hutchinson, Burke, and Watmore. And if I'm honest with you, I have to say I felt the subs made little to no impact. I, d- I don't think Watmore or Burke really did much going forwards. And I don't really recall Hutch having much of an impact on the game. Um, after that, Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around 
to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Again, to be honest with you, it's it's all Swansea. Um, if I'm honest, my hands were too cold to take notes at this point, so I'm going off of raw memory. Uh, it was bloody freezing tonight. Um, I thought it was meant to be getting warmer. Um, again, majority of majority of the, of the play was sort of between sort of seventy and, and, and the ninety minutes was 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 Swansea, but they didn't really create any other clear cut opportunities to, to, to my knowledge. And we do hold on um, for a 2-1 victory, which is what I predicted at the start of the game. And I'm really pleased that I got that right because um, I'm not usually as optimistic as I was going into tonight's game, particularly when it's such a, tri- uh, a sort of a, a tricky banana skin. Um, and we've got back-to-back wins and we're sitting fifth. We've got 60 points. I think that was our 17th win of the season. Um, I mean, it's it's... Uh, it's really difficult to kind of describe. We've got nine games now, um, and I honestly think 75 points is where we should be aiming for. So we need to win five of them. And I think if we win five games out of our remaining nine, and one of them is beating either Luton or Blackburn on the last game of the season, I personally think we're getting the playoffs. And it is so... It's just amazing to, for it to be in our in our hands. Because I genuinely think it is. We need to stop worrying about teams around us. You know, Middlesbrough drew tonight. Coventry drew tonight. Preston won away. Um, but we always need to forget that. Just focus on ourselves and see if we can do the business. I think we're fortunate to win tonight. I do. I think um, Swansea are a weird team because I think they, they play some really good stuff. They knock the ball around. They get into positions where you think they could be a, a team that scores a lot of goals. But for whatever reason, they just don't. Um I have to say, I felt their main man, who I thought would be Joel Pirro, was very, very quiet tonight. We did a good job of stopping him having shots from the edge of the area. Um, I thought their main man was Olivia and Cham, who I've always rated since he was, I think he was at Celtic. Um, but again, he, 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 he tries too much sometimes. Um, and, I, and I felt that, um, but if anyone was going to sort of be their difference maker for me, I thought it was going to be him. Um other than that, I'd love to hear your opinion, Swansea fans. I I know a lot of you would get frustrated with the way that you play. As I say, 76% possession, 19 shots, you end up losing a game. I think you had 700 passes. Um, but, you know, all this pretty football and this, you know, sort of a great-looking CV that Russell Martin's got in terms of playing all this attacking football and the, the, the philosophy and all this rubbish. At the end of the day, you're not winning games. Um, you know, and, and, and take it from a... You know, the complete opposite of you. We play sometimes horrendous football to watch, but at the moment, it's effective. And somehow, even when we're not playing well, we're winning games. Um, And um, it's very difficult to summarise because I think we've taken six points in the last two games without particularly playing well. Is that the sign of a good team? We play Huddersfield on Saturday. Neil Warnock comes to town. I'm quite looking forward to seeing him, to be honest with you. Um... And it's a great opportunity to make it three wins on the bounce. Huddersfield uh, are playing t- tomorrow night. I think they're playing. I think they're playing, playing Norwich. I think, um, and it's uh, it's a real opportunity. 
for us to, to get onto the 63 points mark with eight games to go. We then go into the international break and then we've got eight games, um, four at home, four away, and it is literally a mini season. And if we can go into that into, into that stage there with 63 points in the top five, it really, really is um, looking good for us and in our favour. So um, I'm going to go through the players now. Um, I'm not going to do ratings because I want to try and do this quickly. I'm trying to do this under 20 minutes tonight because I want to try and get this out and um, so, that, so that people can see it. Um, I will do a longer one with player ratings on Saturday. Um, so George Long... As I said, I've not seen any replays, so I'm going to call based on what I see. I thought George Long, I thought his distribution helped us at times again get up the pitch. Um, I do think at times his shot stopping is a little bit suspect. He, I'm not going to say he was at fault for their goal because I I, I need to see it again. Um, and therefore, it's, it's difficult to say that he had a bad game, but it's also difficult to say that he had a good game. Um, I'm, I'm completely bottling there. Right? <laughs> um, I thought he did all right. I, I'll be honest. I need to see it back on replays. I think that's that's a, that's a fair call. I've absolutely. Um, I need to see whether or not he should have done better for that goal. Um, Mickey, you can edit that bit out. This just shows you it's all in one take. <laughs> that was shocking. Uh, back four. Uh, Danny Mack, I thought was very good uh, uh, defensively. Solid. Sometimes his his final ball moving forwards. Um, isn't the best, and I thought that showed again tonight. But what I will say is, if his final ball was any better, he would not be playing for Millwall. So defensively, I thought we were sound, and I think he managed the fact he was on a booking very well. Um, I thought Murray Wallace had a superb second half. Um, I really, do, really do. Uh, he kept uh, Whitaker quiet when he came on, uh, and it, it, there was one point where he sort of was flicking the ball over his head, and then flicking it over another one, and then cutting back in, and Cruyff turning. Um, he does some crazy things, Mars, but 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 in the second half he was back to his best, so that was really pleasing to see. I thought Cooper and Cresswell were great again. I thought Cresswell, um, uh, I gave him man of the match on Saturday, so I'm not going to give him man of the match tonight. He can have runner up, but I thought he was really really good and obviously scored his fifth goal for us. The boy gets it. I'm telling you, he gets it down here. I think he loves it, and it's just such a shame because we're not going to be able to fold him. Um, so just enjoy the lad being down here uh, as much as he clearly enjoys being down here. Well, Cooper was good again. Uh, a lot of sort of clearances, headers away, especially when we were sort of being peppered a little bit over that sort of 10, 15 minute spell. So Cooper also had a good game for me. I thought Savile was quite poor tonight. It'll be interesting to hear what other Millwall fans think, but I think for Savile's standards that he set recently, I thought he was quite poor tonight. Gave the ball away quite a few times um, and I didn't really feel he was as, as, as sort of front foot and, and, and pressing and breaking up play as much as he did, as much as he used, like, usually does. My man of the match was his midfield partner. I thought Leonard was excellent. I don't really think he put a foot wrong. Tackles, interceptions, um, breaking play up, keeping things simple, even at times playing some some good sort of forward passes, which we know isn't really a strong point. When you when you're when you have play a lot of the game out of possession, Ryan Leonard is a great player to have in your team, and I think that showed tonight, and I think he he got man of the match for me anyway. We'll see what the official man of the match was. Flemming was okay. He gave the ball away a little bit. I wouldn't say it was his best game, but he still shows glimpses of, of pure quality. Um, and his strength is and close control is unreal. So I thought Fleming had a, an okay game. Wasn't his best, as I say, but uh, wasn't wasn't terrible by any means. Honeyman, I just love him. Honestly, I've completely changed for Honeyman. He is an absolute road runner like Warrior. He, he, he just... 
the energy that bloke has got, he just doesn't stop. And he is so key to the way we play. Make no mistake about it, that there is a reason why we have begun to win and put this run together whilst Honeyman's in the team. So fair play, Honeyman. I thought we had a really good game. Vogi, I don't think he played well, if I'm honest, but he affects games. He, he, he makes an impact in these games. So his overall game might not have been brilliant. And at times you can hear Rowett sort of, it's his off-the-ball positioning and awareness that lets him down. You can hear Rowett sort of shouting in, bogey, bogey. Um, but he affects games. And that's that's the bottom line. And, and, and again, he's proven to be the match winner with a second goal. So, um, But his overall game wasn't, wasn't the greatest. Um, and then Bradshaw, I, if I'm honest, I just thought he looked knackered. He wasn't the Bradshaw that has been in the rich Spain of scoring form that has been. I think he's knackered and I think he needs a rest and maybe, maybe on Saturday he gets it. I don't know um, because I don't uh, don't really think Oliver Burke is a, a central striker. So this is what happens when you don't um, bring another number nine in as we sort of said on Saturday. So um, the subs to me didn't really make much of an impact. So I'm not going to talk about them. Um, I think to be honest with you, we were just defending the old time um, so um not going to talk too much about them. But look, we'll leave it there. I wanted to get it under 20 minutes, and I have. Um, so thanks again for listening. What I will say is we've won again without playing particularly well. Um, is that a sign of a team that's getting in the playoffs? Um, maybe. My uh, my old man said to me tonight, he was like, the last time we got into the playoffs, the last, sorry, rephrase it, the last time we got promoted to the top division, we played Blackburn on the last game of the season at home. So if that's a true stat, then maybe it's a good omen for this year. But um, listen, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, tried to do it a little bit quicker tonight. So um, if it's not uh, as in-depth as normal, there, there is a reason and that was deliberate. Um, we're fifth. 60 points with nine games to go. Anything's possible. Let's get down to then on Saturday and get another three points. Thanks for listening again. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye for now. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.